0: Tell me about it. Huh?
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tell Me About It. We've got Gemma and myself here today. And today, Gemma's going to tell me about another interesting topic.
0: So I'm going to be talking about the undiscussed pandemic of the banana.
1: Whoa, the banana. The
0: banana. Have you ever seen um, all Me? Uh, A <laughs> little feels like, Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So if you are not aware, I've got some fun facts. There's actually like 7 billion facts about bananas, but I'm not going to go through all of those. I'll save some fun ones for maybe the weekend or something. So bananas are considered herbs Oh, because the actual plant lacks a woody stem. Oh, interesting. So they consider considered a herb. Yeah. Um, I've heard this before, but I've never had one. Have but you heard it before? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Get out. <laughs> one minute in. Okay. Um, if you cook them as a vegetable, it's called a plantain. I thought they were different things. No, it's just. So it's what? just a cooked banana. Yeah, but not like you made banana bread so you use plantains. Yeah. I think there's a certain process.
1: Yep. Yeah, fair enough. I always um, thought it was different, like they were, like, straight or, or
0: something. But yeah, it must just be the dishes that I'm looking at. <laughs> Chuck it in the plantain part. <laughs> I don't even know if it's pronounced like that. <laughs> but anyway, they originated about 10,000 years ago. There's references to bananas in 600 BC. So they've been around a while. Um, they're 74% water. That's excessive. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, you
1: think about, like, watermelon, and you're it's, like, all oh, right, it's in the title,
0: but bananas. Yeah, I guess. Like, what are potassium. We? What yeah. are we? We're like... Are we 60% water? I don't know. Have we, have we got more water than bananas? <laughs> I Jeez. don't know. Um, they're considered a mood enhancer because they contain amino acids called tryptophan and B6 that helps your body produce serotonin. Yeah, I love that. So if you need... Little boost, little boost. Go have some banana. Yep. Um, the inside of a banana peel can help relieve itching and inflammation, such as from poison ivy or a bug bite.
1: So you just rub it on yourself. Yes. Yeah. Wow.
0: Cool. And then, as everyone knows, they're loaded with potassium, which makes them um, a great pre-workout snack. Yep. Very true. Um, and it helps maintain nerve and muscle function during workouts. Yeah. Um, they're all rounders. My last one that I'll use as my fun fact and save the rest, is that there is a thousand varieties of banana. That's excessive. Yep. So there's blue bananas called Blue Javas. Mm -hmm. There's fuzzy pink bananas called Musa Valentina. Yep. Love that. Yep. Sounds like a shoe. (laughs) That's it. And so the most common one that I'm going to be talking about a lot today is Cavendish. Yes. And cool. so that's the one that if you're in Australia, you would buy from yep. the shops. Um, they've also got, I think, like lady finger ones, which yep. are the smaller ones. But I'm talking about the Cavendish, which yep. are the yellow, normal, big, curved ones.
1: <laughs> Descriptive. <laughs> Thank you.
0: I don't teach English. <laughs> those are my facts now i'm going to talk to you about some problems yeah with the banana ag- agriculture situation and i did specifically in australia or in general or in the world yeah, it's cool. a global issue mm. we have a few of those yep. um so the bananas that we eat are actually considered sterile because they do not have seeds so when i was looking through this i found a banana like a wild banana that had seeds oh and it is horrifying the seeds take up like most of the flesh we're gonna have to post a photo yeah we will but it is gross and i think it's just gross for me because they're black and they're hairy and for whatever reason when i was looking at it i was like spider spider Spider. Spider.
1: can i can i ask is it the same as like seedless watermelons where it's just for our convenience yes yeah interesting and then you've obviously got like a mother plant that has leaves you know daughter bananas
0: mm, you're getting towards that, the problem Yes, don't
1: reproduce mm-hmm.
0: and then they're like we need more than bananas okay so how interesting i wonder how they make them seedless bananas are propagated by cuttings yep so small buds or plants form at the base of the like banana well they don't technically have a stem but like yep. the banana tree i want to mm-hmm. say and they call them banana pups. Oh, cute. Or suckers. <laughs> <laughs> suckers. And so, no wonder uh, there's a problem. <laughs> all of banana agriculture is done through asexual reproduction. Yeah, I did not know that. That's, yeah, and wow. I didn't know that either. And like after reading it, I was like, okay, obviously. Yeah. yeah? But didn't realize. And so, For anyone who's not familiar with that term, asexual reproduction doesn't require sexual reproduction, which means it doesn't require two partners. Mm. So the offspring is genetically identical to the parent. Mm. And so it's literally just you're cloning this banana tree or whatever. And that's how you get all these bananas. And um, so that uniformity... Makes it easy for farmers to manage because they know exactly how all of their crop is going to respond to transport or pesticides or whatever. But the problem is with anything that is a whole population with the exact same genetics is that if a virus or a disease comes across it's got the same weakness yep, same yeah same weakness so they have the same response to pesticides the same response to travel and temperature yep. and whatever else so if one of those is out of whack you've lost a whole crop exactly yeah. so um the banana trade at the moment makes 25 percent of ecuador's non-petroleum exports yeah wow And so that introduces me to what this potty is about, really. It's called the Panama disease. Mm. And so the greatest threat to this disease, uh, to this, sorry, like banana agriculture is called It's a fungus. Yeah, wow. And so this fungus grows in soils and colonizes in their xylem. So, like, for anyone who isn't familiar with that term, which I um, definitely am not. (laughs) Yeah, like, I wouldn't expect you to. um, The xylem is the vessel that transports water and nutrients up the stem of a plant from the root. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a soil-borne fungus called Fusarium wilt, which is they call Fusarium wilt, Tropical Race Four, so they call it TR4. So if I'm referencing to TR4, I'm talking about this fungus. That's the disease, and everyone calls it the Panama disease. Yeah. Do we know why? Is that did it originate? Um, I think because around that area is where most of the issues are. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do we have like obviously you said said global.
1: Yeah. So is this fungus has this fungus travelled
0: here to Australia? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Northern Territory,
0: Northern Queensland. I'm going to assume
1: that's why they've got all of those signs. I know it's a really big deal. And I've got one of my, this is a little side story for you, yeah. one of the funniest things. So I used to work at this place where we would go to different states and work at their turf club Yeah, because it's easier to just bring people across. So anyway, we would go there and they do that. Like if you've been on Australian planes before, they do a little thing and they basically say, you know, chuck your fruits and vegetables out. There'll be a sniffer dog. Like they're just as big as fruit on vegetables as they are on like drugs and bombs and things. Yeah. So <laughs> this lady we were traveling with, as soon as I did the banana announcement, she's like, oh, my God. I turn around and she had a whole bunch of lady fingers. <laughs> and she's like, you guys need to eat the bananas. <laughs> and out of every place you could have taken plain snacks, why choose bananas?
0: <laughs> um, interestingly, enough, we travelled from New Zealand. New Zealand's the same thing. They mm-hmm. have a very firm – and, like, in New Zealand, you can't go and wear boots Over there that haven't been cleaned so they want you to wash your boots so that you don't have any like soil-borne pathogens or whatever that enters the country or whatever Mm -hmm. anyway i brought um oh no it was hawaii i bought like two kilos of macadamia nuts back from hawaii (laughs) and i declared them and everything and they were open and the guy was like okay i was like
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm not sure. I, was I like, can leave it if you want. I was,
0: yeah, I was like more than happy to leave them because I was just like, look, you know, I'll roll the dice. Yeah, I've brought these two kilos of nuts in. And next
1: minute, you're on border patrol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, literally waiting for sniffer dogs and border patrol to be like around to try and. Take my nuts. And he's like, that's fine.
1: And I he's was like, like, I don't care. They're expensive. And they're expensive. They <laughs> $17 a
0: kilo? Oh, man. Come on in. You can bring them
1: in. <laughs> Who cares he's about like, the bananas? they
0: honey. Does that make it any better?
1: <laughs> no. Certainly not. And they're open. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's it. Anyway, so there's fungus. The issue that I found really horrifying is it lies dormant in the soil for 30 years. Oh, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> so if you You have, think you're all good, your granddad gives you the farm and oh you just gosh, bugger it up. Mean, honestly, if you, for like talking about Border Patrol and whatever, if someone brought that in to Australia... Then they like the fungus lives for 30 years, so it's like parvo virus. You yep. know, if you've got parvo, a dog has parvo and they urinate on your ground or whatever, yeah, or poop on your ground, that's in the ground for seven years. Oh my god, and so it's the same thing with this fungus. So then, and then it just says boo, well, I'm
1: yeah. here, bananas.
0: <laughs> yeah, if they try and grow anything, I would imagine, particularly banana trees in the next 30 years, they won't be able to because they'll all wilt away and die from this fungus,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying.
0: Yeah, and so that's the big issue that is going on at the moment is that all of these crops are getting killed by this Panama disease because mm-hmm. they're all genetic clones of each other. Yep. So they all just get wiped out. Yeah. And so for anyone that's like hasn't got a background in biology, when you have a monoculture, which is what this is referred to, yeah, um, it's fantastic for as far as management, but yep. it's awful for virus protection yeah it's very
1: weak in that sense
0: yeah that's it and so yeah. they've just got this massive issue where they can't control it because all of their crops just once one gets it yeah they're they don't all down. have the strength yeah so currently there's no treatment or control measure for it and they essentially have to quarantine an area if it's got it yeah i imagine
1: they just burn all little bananas and
0: then just go okay well that's it like see so you in 30 years yeah pretty much and so I found it interesting, and like Holly and I would be way too young to remember this, but maybe like our grandparents if we spoke to them about it. But Cavendish, I just assumed that was always the banana of choice. It yeah, wasn't. Oh, so Here we go. Yeah. It, there, it used to be. Back in
1: my day. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it used to be called a Gross Michelle or something, G-R-O-S and then M-I-C-H-E-L. Um that's a
1: terrible name for a banana. <laughs> yeah. I'll just have a bunch of gross Michelle things.
0: Uh, no, I think it was supposed to be like the Big Michael yeah. or something in translation. Anyway, um,
1: uh, yeah, okay. okay yeah. yeah. Like a technical term for gross. And
0: so from ni- 1870 to 1950, that was the banana that you would get. Yeah, so, no like, way. that was always what they would buy in, on the shelf or whatever. Wow. Anyway, it was wiped out by this Panama disease. No way. So I'm saying, people, like this is a real problem. We could yeah. no longer have Cavendish, And I'm not spending my life eating Leody Fingers. <laughs> live- they're not worth it. <laughs> yeah, they're just. They're not worth the
1: time, the money.
0: Honestly, it's like send me. They're embarrassed.
1: Ugh,
0: like, you can send me through any of your complaints, but Lady Fingers are not the best banana. Cavendish no. all the way.
1: Yeah. Ugh. And nobody can afford those bloody Ugh. red wax sealed ones. Oh, yeah. Well, like,
0: who wants to eat a banana that is, like, two... bites two, long. Yeah. Two, <laughs> two inches wide and, like... <laughs> who can exert
1: the energy? Oh, my
0: gosh. It's literally just not pleasurable It's the banana for children. Like, it's just a gross banana and it's... Not a it's just a gross, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this Panama disease brought out this gross, Michelle thing, um, and it caused about two point three billion dollars of damage at the time in nineteen fifty. That's, that's a so lot. that's around eighteen point two billion dollars of damage in today's terms.
1: That's so bad. Are you talking about in Australia?
0: No, just just in, the world. just in the world it did yeah, this. So yeah, okay. Everyone was eating these like certain type of bananas for however long like 80 years yeah. and then this Panama's disease which was like similar like same fungus but just an earlier race yeah that. yeah um so it was race one and we're currently in race four.
1: Oh my gosh that obviously yeah, yeah. mutates and
0: yeah and so it's in comparison has damaged 400 million dollars of banana crops in the Philippines alone wow yeah currently yeah wow so then I was looking into it and I was like what are we doing here people yeah who's working for who's saving these bananas yeah Mm. so it's Australia
1: um (laughs) uh,
0: researchers in Australia are trying to take genes from wild bananas that are resistant to this TR4 strain
1: can I ask why don't we eat wild bananas
0: because their seeds are huge man okay so it's just
1: pointless eating them because you'd spend so much time
0: oh yeah and like when I show you the photo of it yeah it's literally like terrifying all seed yeah fair um, and so they've got seeds, so therefore these um, bananas sexually reproduce, so therefore yeah. they can like build um, resistance to things. And yeah. So that's yeah. why they're taking the genes from these resistant yeah. wild bananas um, and then they're inserting it into the current Cavendish yeah, banana. Yeah, I'm trying
1: to create a super banana. Yeah,
0: like a GMO super banana. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to do that. They're modifying genes and that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, in one trial, they had one line of this Cavendish that remained TR free yep. for three years. And then the other three lines with this gene showed a strong resistance with 20% or fewer plants exhibiting the disease symptoms in three years. Yeah. So they've only tested it over three years. Yep. But um, it looks better. Yep. And At so, least like, it's start. Yeah, by contrast, 67 to 100% of the control banana plants after 3 years were dead or TR4 infected. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's yeah. something. And then there's a Honduras Foundation for Agricultural Research have been developing a TR resistant variety that's similar to Cavendish and they've mm-hmm. been working on that for three years yeah wow so everyone's sort of looking into it yeah but it's a big
1: trade yeah like,
0: and so then there's another woman in Kenya who's a molecular biologist yeah and they're trying to use uh gene editing tools to suppress the Cavendish traits that make them susceptible to yeah the interesting TR4. well
1: I mean if they can take out the seeds then surely they can yeah, manipulated a little bit further.
0: Yeah, so everyone who wants to eat non-GMO. Yep. Sorry,
1: Sus, about it. Hope you don't love your bananas.
0: are gonna have
1: to. I think it's a lot more common than people realise, though. When like talking GMO. about the like talking about the like asexual reproduction, because yeah. this is a really strange fact. When we did um, we did a like really random river tour in Tassie, and the fellow was saying that they um the salmon i believe it was yeah they have salmon farms which yeah. i'm not really well versed in but he was saying the salmon that are farmed yeah got leaked and there was an outbreak or something and they got you know they got put into like the normal wild rivers yeah and i was like okay how is that a problem and he was saying that they don't reproduce oh. which made no sense like i was just like i was so shocked about it what? but he said when they farm them it's the same thing like they come from they like. come from two, but then they don't have like their reproductive organs ah. because they can then feed them and you know, like make, make them bigger and all sorts of things and yeah. do what they want. And I that just blew my mind. So it must be a very common thing with lots of different industries,
0: yeah. Well, and where we've
1: manipulated it a bit for our own benefit, I guess,
0: yeah, definitely. And so, what I wanted to like finish on. Was this has happened before a monoculture disaster? Yep, and it's the Great Irish Potato Famine oh. of 1845.
1: Wild, yep. So <laughs> that devastated. Um, I can't I shouldn't be laughing. I, no, honestly, <laughs> when I went to Ireland, yeah, that that's a big thing, and it's actually like so upsetting. But I'm like, why was like 80 percent of your diet potatoes?
0: <laughs> so <sighs> it says. um The vast majority of Irish farmers were planting a single potato species called the Irish lumper to the exclusion of any other potato. Yep. Um, So a Mexican fungus-like microorganism hit Ireland. It encountered virtually no natural resistance, destroying around three-quarters of Ireland's um, 1846 potato harvest. And so it said the blight eventually wiped out one million people between eighteen forty five and eighteen fifty two. That's terrible. hey? And that was um, as much as one quarter of Ireland's population either fled or died. It was because this this blew
1: my mind. It was because it was such a big part of their diet. I can't. I mean, it sounds like a dream to have my diet be eighty percent potatoes, but I can't fathom eating that much why, potato. Yeah, and I imagine it was due to a lot of other economic yeah, things at the time. It. But yeah, it's.
0: It's scary. Yeah. So that's like the – the obviously we have more access to a variety foods. of foods. Yeah. So that's not
1: – But it's how uh, bad it could get in yeah, some countries. and
0: $400 billion in the Philippines already. That's, that's a lot of money. so much money. Yeah. And so I just – I didn't even realise this. And the whole reason that I started looking at bananas was because I was looking into the gas that they produce, which actually makes – they produce their own gas, which makes other um, melons and things ripen. Oh. So you know how you... As in like you put
1: your... <laughs> yeah, because we put ours in our avocados and then I'm like, bloody hell. Yeah,
0: that's it. Bananas so... are
1: very interesting. Do you know that we use that at work when we compare x-rays? We're like, this is like eating two bananas. What? Because there's like a um, like a... I'm, I'm going to have to find the actual thing, but there's like a radio, a radiographic kind of thing. Yeah. That's in comparison to bananas.
0: Oh, um,
1: yeah, honestly, they they as in
0: like when you do this test, it's the same as you eating two bananas. So yeah,
1: so they're a natural, they are a, a natural source of radioactive isotopes. So like eat your bananas, but don't eat too many. And when we take X rays on people, <laughs> we say it's like eating two bananas. Oh, which is really interesting. So they just said you would have to eat a hundred million bananas to have a fatal dose of like radioactive <laughs> Radio- isotopes. <laughs>
0: But legit so but you're not going to because there's a Panama disease and we're not going to have we're not going to (laughs) and the bananas are getting wiped out
1: save bananas
0: yeah so So bananas uh, are very interesting they are and so yeah i thought this is horrifying for me because i need my cavendish i eat a banana a day if i don't have a banana i get cranky (laughs) just have an extra day (laughs) Every, an x-ray every two days then i'll be fine maybe i'm just a creature of habit and so if i had to eat a ladyfinger, and like <laughs> you would have to eat like four ladyfingers for it to be, be equal so to your cabin dish and, and every time how, you
1: peel a new one you'd be like oh, i hate this. this
0: the most hilarious thing about all of this is that i live on a property with two ladyfinger banana plantations and you it. couldn't give a rat's ass <laughs> i'm I so underwhelmed when you get offered the bananas you're
1: like get that out of my face we
0: have bunches and bunches of them constantly
1: <laughs> No, nah. you couldn't care less get that away
0: from me and my husband gets so cranky because i spend you like, buy bananas I and he's <laughs> like, like 15 a week on cavendish need to bananas. find a way to like
1: stitch them together
0: <laughs> make it worth your it while he just doesn't understand <laughs>
1: The girl's gonna have her Cavendish. dude. Yeah, that's it. girl's gonna have what she has. It
0: doesn't have the same potassium. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you learned a
1: thing or two about. bananas and gemma's love for them <laughs> yeah, specific types only <laughs>
0: Kevin, did not give out. me no
1: blue bananas <laughs> Ew! all the velvety ones <laughs> yeah
0: could you imagine my skin crawls at the thought all right everyone
1: make sure you follow us on our socials yep yeah, so we got our instagram we've got tell me about it underscore podcast where we put our new episodes up and you'll see everything in advance and we also have our twitter which is tmbi podcast where you can have some polls and some pictures all sorts of little things. So give us a follow on both. Otherwise, chuck us a listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere that podcasts stream off a good
0: station. Yeah, good podcast stations only. (laughs) Don't try us on any of those bad ones. (laughs) Stay mainstream, kids. Yeah, that's it. Just be a sheep, please. (laughs) And save the bananas. All right, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Bye.